Hey, I'm Pat B. And I'm Adam Willis. And you're listening to The Geek Town on WEMF Radio. Comically. Uh, uh, uh. Now I'm, I'm like, uh, I don't know, I feel peer pressure because you all boasted about that. That beatbox for and so let me get into it. I got nothing. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Geek Down here on WEMF. I am Pat B. In the house, I look to my left. My man who's deaf and got my back every time. I look at him, and he's ready to bust a rhyme. Black Adam Willis. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. I like being on the show with you so much every week. And this week, we have <laughs> such a packed studio that it's 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 a little unusual now. We haven't had it like this in a while. Yeah, that didn't rhyme, brother. You completely let me down. Oh, was I supposed to rhyme just because you, you put me on the spot? No, yes. that's not how we do things. Free you know that. <laughs> All right, kidding. No, you are absolutely correct. If anyone's not watching us on Twitch, which you should be, because you can see us live in direct at Johnny's not on mic at twitch.tv slash the geek down and, uh, and then yeah, on the YouTubes the, after you that, right? Is that where, yeah, the, yeah. That's where it goes? On YouTube slash The Geek Down, on SoundCloud slash The Geek Down, on Facebook slash The Geek Down. iTunes slash The Geek Down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. no, no. That's, that's his thing because he set it up. That's, that's right. That's your bread and butter. All right, I'm talking, of course, about my man who needs no introduction, Orange Juice James. I'm no more Thriller Priest. This is Orange uh, Juice. Jam- I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll be the best. I think that man. name's free now, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll take that. Somebody else's turn? With the, <laughs> no, you pass it along, oh, man. No, 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 it's like Dread Pirate Roberts, man. It's changed hands uh, generations. Hey, I, I work with it, yeah, man. What I a, work with it. What an honorable name to uh, inherit there. Hey, the, mustache, the juice, man. The juice. Right. The juice. That right there is J.M. the Thriller Priest. How you doing, brother? Peace, peace, brother. I'm glad. This is what? Week four, man. I'm on a full week with y'all. Yeah, you're right. like Month! We are happy to have you I'm in I'm happy house. to be here, brother. Make no mistake. Aye. Aye. You are always welcome. In this, on this program, all right, enough as of that. Free labor. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but no, we are not alone. You heard several other voices chuckling in the background. I want to call attention to our most illustrious guest in house. We have members of the Boston Circus and Guild. Yes. Hello. Hello. Hi. Oh man, you were so close. I was waiting for like three Stooges. Hello, uh, hello, hello. <laughs> I was you don't too. want me to or say all It's not gonna go well. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Can you beatbox like we heard before the show? See, you're up. Oh. <laughs> I got right. that. I can't even rhyme, so. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you lost the cue. Yeah, I did. All right, would you find individuals introduce yourselves, please? Hi, I'm T. Lawrence Simon. I'm with the Boston Circus Guild, and I am a duo trapeze artist. I'm Ellen Wailonis. I'm also with the Boston Circus Guild. Um, I do all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Yes. My name is Joella Tepper. Uh, right now, I am production managing the show that we're going to talk about later, but I'm also a freelance producer and hang out in Boston doing theater and circus and everything else. All right, cool, cool. We're going to talk to you. So a bunch of more talented people than me. More talented. Hey, 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 just filled this room with <laughs> Don't downplay that thing kinds. you do with oh, your thank you. Thank okay, you for that is up. serious. All right, you know, that draws tens of people on the street. Yeah. <laughs> Ten. <laughs> <laughs> and the hundreds. <laughs> All right, but yo, ladies and gentlemen, we have an action-packed, fun-filled show for you. We have reviews. We have news. We have we have part one of the Comic-Con coverage. We have to break it up into two because we just have so much to show you. So we're going to do that in a, a little bit. But right now, I want to start off with a news story that's not debate-related. Just want to point that out. Mm-hmm. Um, but has been... Yeah, but you can uh, debate it if you want. We can debate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, you, you got some things to say? Well, maybe. Adam got some vitriol. <laughs> that's that's, that's why we're on here, I guess. <laughs> that pile in the back of his throat. <laughs> He's going to start pacing behind your seat looking angrily <laughs> <laughs> into the Twitch camera. <laughs> oh, man. Just saying. I, I Just saying. A fly is going to land on my face, and that will be the highlight of the show. <laughs> Everyone can say it. Eh, no, no, I'm not going to. All right. We, I think we've given it far too much attention. Yeah, yes, already. we did. Yeah, we did yeah. All right. But no, the actual news story is um, at the, uh, New, at the uh, New York Comic Con. Um, there was a panel for Matt Damon's new movie, The Great Wall, yeah. in which she caught a bit of flack because in the, uh, in the panel, they just showed a teaser, which is the same teaser they've been pretty much showing on TV. Mm-hmm. Like a few extra He's seasons. got that long hair and stuff. And- yeah, mm-hmm. it's him in like samurai armor and all yeah. this stuff. Well, uh, he caught some flack because they've been accusations of uh, whitewashing. Right. And Similar- this has been, this is actually, you know, just didn't happen there. This has been going back for a while. Yeah, yeah. Been kind of hurling that at him. I mean, this is a common thing in Hollywood where a white star will take over a role that should be going to a minority yeah, one, especially it's about that culture. Role. But in this case, I know like the producers and everything like of this that cast him are are Asian as well. So yes, it's not like it's just like a oh, this white guy in Hollywood decided to make a movie. Well, just I, I mean, Matt Damon is. 
What's up, Jay? No, I'm saying the pushback is that uh, the the imagery is still there. Right. So, I mean, I, I'm with you. I mean, after going through and understanding that the producer and um, many of the folks on the cast who put this together are Asian, but when you see it, it just gives that image of white savior. Well, it's it's, it's, it's so the Great Wall, right? That's that's the movie. Mm-hmm. It's a monster movie. Mm-hmm. This is a movie about humans battling like a giant kaiju creature, yeah. and we haven't gotten any of that. This wasn't even like the old Godzilla ones where you see the big, you know, breaking the water surface tension. Yeah. Oh my God, there's something huge, and it's trying to breach. You know, it's not none of that. It's just Matt Damon in the armor on a wall, ready to fight. Yeah, I think people are just so fed up with this whitewashing thing that they're just like, okay, enough's enough, and they're throwing it all at this movie. When in this case, this is not really a perfect example of that. And you I know think you're I mean? right. I think you're right on that. Absolutely, yeah. that um, that Damon's catching a lot of flack. I mean, to the point where he was very sincere in his hurt. Yeah. Yeah, he was just like, you know what? This is not my intention. I didn't mean for this to happen. This is not what we're trying to do. And for him to be that sincere and to be that apologetic mm-hmm. tells me that that really wasn't his aim. Leave Matt Damon alone. I can understand the people's point of view of we haven't gotten enough information, so that's the only leap that they can make. But the studio has almost been offended, and the actors are almost offended. And I, I can understand their point of view, but they have to realize they didn't give enough information. Well, this is on the heels of like Scarlett Johansson and uh, Ghost in a Shell yes. as well, mm-hmm. too. And that was yeah. like a big thing that people the made us think over. You know, you know. Have, um, I mean, even have, Tilda uh, Swinton with the ancient one. With the ancient yes, one, too. Tilda so. Swinton's like, what is she really? Yeah. Besides, she's like, not besides Asian. awesome. Don't get me wrong, I love Tilda Swinton, but she's <laughs> yeah. not Asian. No. I love her, though. She's not Asian. That's one thing she's not, yeah. but I'm just saying. No, you know, she, she, but it, it goes it, back to that, though. It's like it's like if they had cast The Rock, if they had cast Jessica Alba, you know, they're these kind of, I mean, we know what they are, but they're ambiguous enough where they can pass. You know, that's not happening with Matt Damon. It's like people see, like, The Last Samurai with Tom Cruise's picture. <laughs> yes, you know what I mean? Yes. But it's just like, but The Last Samurai in that is Ken yes. Watanabe's character. Yes, you know yeah. what I mean? So you, you can see it like, that ain't The Last Samurai. The yeah, Tom but Cruise had they emphasized Ken the Watanabe in those, in those trailers, and then Tom Cruise is in this too. And then Billy Connolly's in I love Billy Con- Oh, he did. <laughs> okay, better example, Keanu Reeves. What was that movie? Uh, the Samurai movie he did. 47 Roman? Yeah, Roman, Th- Thank yeah. you. 47, for, for, uh, it was Roman Pierce. Roman Pierce from, uh, from, from, uh, from <laughs> Roman Reigns from, yeah. I was going to say Roman from Fast and Furious, but I think we all lose <laughs> on that for, one. We all got Romans. Here. Nah, uh, 47 Ronin with Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that was a big controversy too, where you had a, uh, a white dude as a hero samurai, you know? Yeah. This was like if they did the story of Yojimbo, the first and only black samurai. <laughs> You know, and, and he was played by, like, Martin Freeman or somebody. You know, so, so I, I'd be pissed myself. Right. Mm-hmm. But I can understand people's points of view, but is the media just too, like, ready to pounce now? Yes, I know? think so. I think at least for in, mm-hmm. in this case, and it's not like it's not well-deserved in a lot of cases, but in this specific example, I think probably. I think so, too. But yeah, I understand the motivation for casting Matt Damon and for making him so prominent in the, uh, in the promotional material. But yeah, I think they should have had a little more faith that this could stand on its own pedigree mm-hmm. because the dude that did it I'm actually looking up his name now because I can't pronounce it so I'm going to go phonetically excuse me I'm just, it's Zhang Yimou Zhang Yimou Zhang Yimou thank you why couldn't you have just I'm all struggling it's a uh, it's very it's, prominent uh, director uh, too uh, <laughs> yeah it's, you know he's the dude that did um um what is it the Jet Li joint uh Hero the Jet Li joint I'm sorry he's, <laughs> yeah. he's done several I yeah, can yeah. see it in my head but you all I can't astral project it just yet <laughs> Into the center of the table. Yeah, so it's like their decision to cast this guy. So why why is it a big deal for everybody else? You well, know what because I mean? they're so. trying to uh, market to like um, also for for lack of a better term, just middle American audiences that won't necessarily go out to see a movie that seems to be spearheaded only by uh, Asian actors about an Asian story by an Asian director, and it's a little small minded. Uh, in my opinion, it's a little small-minded, yet I see the necessity for it. In this day and age where, again, sorry to bring it back to politics, but we have uh, Donald Trump being a successful candidate because of the, can- the campaigns he's running that seem to stem on uh, fear of certain of different ethnicities. This could be their motivations or maybe a symptom of uh, of that type of um, environment and that type of... You think it goes that deep? I, no, I'm, I'm thinking that's an approximation of why. I'm basically stabbing okay. in the dark, but right. trying to use a logical targeting system. I got you, I got you. You know? Um, but, but what it comes down to is Damon laid it out, um, Pascal, everyone involved laid it out, mm-hmm. uh, including the director, who I think may have done through a translator, I'm not sure. But they basically said this was just a teaser. 
it's a monster movie and people have made which i didn't even know it was either until either. you just said it i didn't either so i saw like I the second or third trailer is when i see the monster's hand go out like on the wall and snatch somebody up. i just but saw his hair blink, like i said you miss it. if you blink you miss it yeah. nah man you gotta watch more of that promotional material see some of the stuff they showed at comic-con mm -hmm. was the monster and godzilla riding in a car talking about royale with cheese <laughs> <laughs> Like, Damon addressed it, the directors addressed it, and... But the thing is, you know how many times he's probably been asked that, too? Mm -hmm. Just on, like, all those tours, and, like, those promotional tours, and at the Comic-Cons and everything like that, he's probably asked a thousand, thousand yeah, times. also you know? the same amount of times he's heard, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> Leave Matt Damon alone. Yeah. I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We've, got, we've given this far too much attention as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. The movie's called The Great Wall, starring Matt Damon and a bunch of other people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like nice way to sell it there, Pete. <laughs> so, brother, hey, man, that's their marketing campaign. I'm just trying to get a check. <laughs> all right, all right. But let's jump right into it. All that happened at New York Comic Con. I got a chance to go to New York Comic Con. Mm-hmm. It's on my NYCC 17. Uh, I and uh, Amy McCobb were in house to represent for the Geek Down. Uh -huh. And dude, I have, I, I usually have an okay time. Mm -hmm. I wanted to see the John Wick stuff. You want to see all oh. too. I heard that's going to be amazing. Yeah. yeah, the John Wick panel was dope. Right. And having gotten to see it on the live stream, I did not get to see a damn thing. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was uh, there. I didn't see a thing. Well, yeah. One of the new things that, uh, that, uh, the, that uh, Comic Con did this year was they live streamed most of their panels. Like the biggest ones, mm -hmm. they were all available on the website which is cool but exclusive content was left out you know this mm -hmm. was kind of a bummer because i saw a lot of cool stuff and then they're like and now the coolest stuff ever and then like this little disclaimer comes up we'll be right back after this content <laughs> and i understand that that's to prevent piracy i got one cool question for you though so inside the actual facility for those who haven't been to a comic con yes um so inside a facility the uh, they stream it here and here, <laughs> and here. No, sorry go ahead, go ahead so inside the facility right normally oh. we go to like an arena or something you usually have the they usually have whatever's happening on a big stage on the screens yeah um um, closed circuit or whatever. Mm -hmm. So you're trying to tell me during those closed circuit times, they the screen just turned black? Yes. Even though it's inside the facility? Yes. And so what do they say wow. when that happens? They, like, <laughs> Well, they, they don't say anything. The people in the facility actually see a um, they see like the actual video run. What they do is they block out the cameras that are uh, sending the stream to Twitch. Uh -huh. So those just get a, um, like, you know, those old title cards from old TVs and stuff. Mm -hmm. Hey, yeah. we'll be right back to uh, technical difficulties. We got a drunk producer. Cameraman's mm -hmm. on fire. I don't know what's going on. But um, all you saw, we got to see if we were streaming was uh, we'll be right back after these messages, you know, uh, disclaimer. And then they would come back. Sometimes you had to refresh the screen. There's maybe a flaw in the system if they had some alternate thing they could show. But I understand that because I could easily just record whatever's running on my screen. Uh, and then, you know, hey, I've got a pirated version provided by official sources. No, but what I'm saying is like inside the actual facility itself. Yeah. On the screens that are scattered around the place. So you can see what's in there. Like if you go to the bathroom, there's usually a screen that's outside the bathroom. Yeah, those get the exact same like wow. block. Yeah. Only if you're in that room specifically. Wow. Do you get to see it. Yeah. I mean I can see it on the live stream, but if you're in if you're at the facility, I got my pass. I'm gonna be Man, mad that I can't see it. All that means you chose the wrong time to take a pee, brother. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Not the first time. You gotta pinch the tip. Just you know, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, <man. laughs> All right. Well, um, that's well, yeah. Know. There's no bouncing back of them. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. You mentioned the John Wick stuff. I that did. Panel, yeah. Though. Yes. Oh, that panel was awesome. I'm actually really looking forward to. And it. I already hear they them. they're making a John Wick three. Okay, that part. Um, I just barely got that news. Yeah. Wow. That part, that part, yeah, yeah. I didn't no, even I hear mean, that either. Thumbs yeah, up. Maybe, maybe <laughs> well, John Wick itself was such a uh, beautiful yet finite story. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm thinking the only route they can possibly go with these is prequel. Mm. You know? No, this one, see, John Wick 2 is supposed to happen like 15 minutes after the first one ends. I'm tracking as like you're back already. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so he like jumps right back in. What's you know? next then? Like Crank 4? It reminds yeah. me of like the Matrix a little bit and it like, kind of presents this kind of world that you're really curious in. You know what I mean? Like the, in, in this case, it's like the world of like these hitmen, mm -hmm. this whole society, and they got the gold coins and this whole underground thing that everyone seems to know about but no one talks about. Well, let's um, also remember what happened with the Matrix after. Exactly. Okay. That's hey, where I'm going. Hey, so are we going to hey, get hey, a, hey, dealt hey, a big turd on. sandwich? Oh, you're right. I'm, I'm sorry. They didn't do it. If they had made Matrix sequels, it would have been a tragedy. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I'm aware of that. Haters, haters, haters. Yeah. Haters. Man, Haters. please. You mean, you mean logical, concerned, Haters. 
uh, of viewers. The Matrix is Keanu Reeves' magnum opus. Do not hate all three of them equally. You, yeah, you don't you, hate. You, really? you, you mispronounced Call Albatross, it. brother. <laughs> um, what was that? What was I getting at? We John, John, John Wick. Wick yeah. yeah, thank you. The thank deuce. You. Let's, let's, let's move on, man. John Wickier. Well, no, John. Uh, John Wick. I got to see the Underworld panel too. Which okay. The Underworld panel was awesome. They're still dude. doing that. That's a, that's a Underworld. Is, is, is this like three? Um, this Four? Is, this is like they nineteen. Like Twenty-seven. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Like Underworld. It's like a two-part. Yeah. It's like a bump yeah. ground went out. <laughs> that is correct because Underworld five. Thousand. Oh, <laughs> what? Um, yo, it, it, it never ends. Kate Beckinsale is. She still looks the same. She, she actually is done. like uh, yeah. the undead. The you know? <laughs> yeah, right. Well, uh, well, what we didn't realize is it's actually it. Um, Underworld is a documentary. The events are set in real time. Just like Highlander. That's, yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> they exist in the uh, same universe. All right, well, no, that was fine. You know, yeah, here's here's one thing that really surprised me. Um, because uh, all these gave like very little detail. Uh, that we're going to see anything different, which kind of gives me pause because now it's pretty. But much that's what you right. like. That's what. Yeah. yeah you, well, yeah, you but you've told the story and you've told the story yeah. again and you've told the story a third. Like you can't tack on anymore. And now it's pretty much just I like cool stuff, people in leather and guns, and hey, uh, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but when there's no hard hitting information, that's when you can tell it's kind of a failing to the audience. You know, um, I watched uh, the uh, the Resident Evil panel, and hmm. I would have thought it was complete fluff. It was just a whole big fan, le- uh, you know, fan letter. To uh, the real hardcore fans, that yeah, hey, we're doing another one. You're welcome, and <laughs> everyone was real jazzed about it. But one thing I, I was very taken aback by is uh, to actually hear the director speak with such reverence for the um, for the source material. Mm-hmm. And think about the Resident Evil movies, if anyone's familiar, mm-hmm. versus the games. Mm-hmm. I'm looking around a bunch of games. Scared me. No, the games were amazing. I, I could not watch the games. Yes. Okay. yes. Were yeah. you scared? No, God. Yeah, I was Never a kid mind. playing those and Scary watching kids mind. like pull like wings off of like butterflies. I'm that like, was <laughs> awesome. Like, that's not all right. I'm not going pee. I'm <laughs> staying in my room under the blankets. <laughs> that's the only reason why I know what Midnight Sonata is because of Resident Evil. <laughs> that's hands <laughs> down. But not know what Midnight Sonata is yeah. was a Resident Evil. You see, so it's educational, brother. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> very cultured. Those. Well, ones. the first movie wasn't that far off from the um, from the uh, games, and they also weren't expecting to get anything more than that one movie, but. Um, uh, he gave what had to be this like five to seven minute just almost dissertation, you know, off a random question of, you know, what was your main motivation for taking on the series? Blah, 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 blah. And then I was very surprised. I'm like, I know I've come to know these movies as, oh, it's Hollywood Flash. And, you know, they've got zombies and guns and hot chicks and, you know, all types of grenades flying everywhere. And the tight dresses appeared and, and Michelle Rodriguez hit someone in the face with a fire extinguisher. You know, something happens. <laughs> and and then he then he uh, he just went on this pseudo almost tirade of how he took the role specifically because uh he was kind of a fan of the games but he was more fan of film uh and wanted to do them uh justice like wanted to show them the respect they deserve Hmm. of having a movie made that probably uh, followed the legacy as opposed to the movies in the past or at the time in the past that had taken a game property and just made some random movie and slapped the game title on it. Basically, like right? any yeah. Uve Bowl movie. Any Uve Bowl movie. Exactly. <laughs> That's much. ever existed. But yeah. um, examples like, um, these are my examples, not his, but things, mm-hmm. but I know what he's talking about because he mentioned like actors and stuff. Um, well, obviously the Mario, the Super Mario Brothers movie, but <laughs> <Yeah>. also um, <laughs> things like Trust the Fungus. Yeah, <laughs> which was like don't, I don't know. What's don't, going don't, on. don't don't that that trip. Horrendous. But, no, things like the Double Dragon movie. Yeah, you no know, lesser known property. That was a thing, brother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I you know, I actually, I I rewatched I that like only like a year ago. Mm-hmm. I remember it was like free streaming on, on one of on those thousands. Yeah, you'd be oh, like, like, I'm sorry, Adam, you were in a dark place. Who hurt you? Yeah, I was I was in a depression for about three months. You'd be like the Street Fighter movie. Yeah, dude, or the second Street Fighter movie. <laughs> the second movie, the most horrible offender of all. I'm not right. going to front. I did watch the Street Fighter movies because I was that dedicated to Street Fighter franchise. And Van Damme. And my soul so hurt a little I, bit. So they make so the most I, United wow, States yeah. hero and guile <laughs> into, like, the Belgian guy? Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. And Get the hostages uh, out. Only like, because Arnold wasn't available. It's, it's not just the beat. You can't make this stuff up. That was, oh, that was Tragic. so bad. Tragedy. Did you guys see the um, Chen Li one? Yeah, the, the second one. The second yeah, one. yeah, yeah. Okay. Worse it, than the first. It was that bad. Yeah, that it was wasn't great. good. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> what? You were dismissed, sir. I was kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't imagine the dismissal. We were so ready to jump on him for that. <laughs> I, just, I wanted. That's to about really us, cool not you. Fight choreography, and even that was bad. 
Oh, how do you take a, a, a property that's set around fighting and have that be horrible? <laughs> right. Like, right. Even then, like the one thing you gotta get right. Like yeah. that's what you do. It's in the title. Fight her. Wow. In the streets. Uh, yeah. oh, oh, okay. Okay. Well, the back to Resident Evil. Yeah. Well, no. Uh, uh, what, it, what it boils down to is I had a spectacular time at right. the panels, and mostly most of my actual enjoyment comes from uh, walking the floor, talking to cosplayers. And so, did you cosplay? Hold up. Parties and such. I did not this year. Who did I you get a picture with? Who did you get a picture with? The picture that you sent yeah, me and tormented me with. You. Man, you gotta, you gotta build up to these things. I do. No, uh, man, we're gonna blow no, it up right no, now. I'm happy, gotta, but I'm bitter. You gotta let it develop organically, my man. No, oh, okay. <laughs> I um, got the same yeah, word. Can we see the picture? I'll show the picture oh, to some yeah. of our in-house guests as well, but Excellent. I got a picture with a couple no, of not my that one. Uh, childhood heroes. Uh, oh, wait, no, no, you're right. Not that one. That's a private one for lady, yo. Um, <laughs> that's just for me and Herb. No. Um, no, it's a Steven Universe cosplayer. It's Aww. in here. <laughs> yeah, oh, that one too, apparently. But this photo right here, I met Jerry, Jerry the, the King Lawler, the King and Christian Cage, Christian Cage, yeah. a bunch of a bunch of wrestling, a wrestling, yes. wrestling icons, <laughs> yes. legends, icons. And yeah. you got to hold the crown. I got to hold the crown. Try to. Understand. I like the way you hold it too. Like, like it's a sacred, like a sacred relic. You're holding a crown. Man, like it's definitely I, like a baby of someone. I handled this thing so gingerly. <laughs> okay, I will tell you, it was just like I didn't expect that too i got I, I i posed for the picture with both of me lined up on either side of me and i'm like oh my now was, god now was king drunk no, <laughs> no 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 you, you or maybe he was right next to mick foley so maybe by association i couldn't tell but um <laughs> no they were they were perfect gentlemen also very business-like yeah. Mm -hmm. I would ask. They were just there dealing with tons of fans. Did so. you ask him anything? Because the only thing I'd be curious to ask him about is, is Letterman when he slapped Lotka in the face. No, nah, I tried to. <laughs> <laughs> no, I tried to get an interview. They would like seriously. They were they were mobbed by. They folks. were. I'm I was sure. Lucky, yeah. I was mm -hmm. lucky to a few seconds with them. Um, did you see Sad kinda, Virgil? I did not see Sad Virgil, <laughs> but I was I was actively not looking for him because he did, he pulled that he, he pulled some of that stuff. We were like, come over here, take a picture, faggot. Like what? Dude, yeah. you, you serious? You. I, that's his thing. He's um, a horrible person. Yeah, it's so bad. Know, Virgil is an old wrestler um, who's one of these dudes where his pretty much existence is now going to conventions and taking pic and charging people money to take pictures. It's a sad and, life. And, yeah. you know, and when he doesn't, he's one of the guys who's notorious for just insulting them, berating them, calling them types of names. And, and, and he has a Tumblr page that people follow him and call it Sad Virgil. And his yeah. pictures of him just looking sad at his table because no one comes <laughs> into his table. So you keep talking about uh, all these things you said on us. So how was mm -hmm. like moving around in there and getting? You sound, you sound like you I imagine got around pretty easy. Yeah. I imagine must have been congested there with all the people converging here. Yeah, because it's like that. This is like really close to being as big as it is in um, San Diego. So well, I mean, this, this is it's huge, bigger. right? But this was also the first year that they broke it up into two cons because they had BookCon okay. right across the street, hmm. and Book that's in yeah. Remember uh, we covered the story earlier yes, this year I remember. of Read Pop. Uh, uh. Actually acquiring the second convention and now running it in tandem with mm -hmm. New York Comic Con, mm -hmm. so it kind of split the audience. So there really wasn't that whole ass to cross can't go nowhere until uh, <laughs> uh, outside of Saturday. You know, um, as as uh, as actual workhorses who have to get there early, we get there on Thursday, and that was still like loaded with fans, but they had an even distribution. Um, it was properly diffused uh -huh. uh, over the course of the weekend, so and that was actually kind of refreshing. And you're moving around, you're walking back and forth. You said you weren't uh, in cosplay, but I'm sure Amy not, was. No. Amy, Amy, yes, uh, yes, Amy will yes. give you the full gamut, but uh, Loki was in house. I can say that. Nice. nice. I don't want to blow up her spot. And one more question. Spot. Um, I know Amy will answer it as well when she does her when she does her part two. When they do this. Um, so question for you, <laughs> so question for you is um, how was the nightlife? Because that was the biggest complaint that she pushed about um, Connecticut Con. Mm -hmm. um, that the nightlife was just horrendous. Everything shut down like at what nine o'clock, nine thirty. So how was it there at New York? Well, uh, well, one thing I didn't, I didn't, I didn't talk that much to Amy about um, about about their nightlife experience. Mm -hmm. But mine was actually pretty tight. Right. They were, they were uh, uh, apparently and a buffet they, at the they, strip club. Like, you know. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm the same man. So, hey, hey, you, you can make fun that wing platter, tater tots and breasts. I know, I've been there. mix. What is that, Chris Rock? <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's all about breasts and breasts. Um, no, dude, it was brilliant. Um, the push for Shin Godzilla was mm -hmm. just above and beyond. Like, they are hardcore, just... Yes, I'm not accustomed to getting so much free stuff just like 
for being there. Normally, they make you work for it, especially as a large dude. What they really want to do is post like is uh, the the uh, the young uh, cosplayers and then and just the, the it's basically it's like Twink du Jour on the uh, on the on the websites <laughs> for, for images of uh, of these conventions. And you know, I'm I don't I normally fill that category, so I'm I'm normally left out of. The uh, of the uh, uh, hey, you want this free thing? Pose for us. And, you know, yeah. That's normally <laughs> not the case. <laughs> and nah, they had tons of posters. They had like, yo, hey, you want to meet this person? Take a picture. Talk about it on your show. That may have been the fact that I was still wearing my purse badge. I don't know. For the regular folks though, like my buddy Mike is, is just a regular cat who goes and you know he gets to meet all these fun folks. And he had an awesome time as well. So it's not just like all my right. skewed uh, mm-hmm. POV. He also had just like the ball, if you will, for lack of a better term. I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm kind of fangasming here, not giving like the proper story. Mm-hmm. So basically what I'll say is, and I'll leave most of like the hard hitting stuff to like the uh, the part two. But what I'll say from my experience is uh, the deal of flow was on point. We actually got several interviews with new vendors mm-hmm. and not that the old vendors coming back is a bad thing, but it's good to see like smaller uh, smaller companies and smaller operations, artistic venues especially, uh, getting uh, the opportunity to be at something as huge as New York Comic Con. Because usually you're used to seeing, yeah, Midtown Comics has like half the floor, and then mm-hmm. there's gaming stuff over here, and Adult Swim over here, and then maybe you'll get like four or five boots of like, this artist is in their first year and something or other. And there was a lot more of that. So they're making more opportunities for um, new artists and new uh, industry uh, people. Um, just getting in, just kind of dipping their toes in the water mm-hmm. uh, for the first time to have a um, uh, what do you call it a uh, a forum like New York Comic Con, something that big mm-hmm. to show their work to larger audiences. Uh-huh. You know, so uh, as much stuff as we we thought to talk about, I'm saying we don't make me don't make it seem like it was just me, uh, but as a, for a level of a larger company like Reed Pop buying out uh, uh, different conventions and then uh, mm-hmm. having the um, the uh, uh, like this kind of presentation. It seems like they are paying attention to some of the issues right. uh, that have been faced in the past. When I say some of the issues, not all of the issues, because I still got big timed out of several uh, appointments that I did have because uh, we, as the Geek Down, this prestigious program, were apparently not big enough when they're also dealing with people like IGN, you know, that come for, yeah, seriously, comic book resources. Well, I, I'm not hating on those companies. They, 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 they do Ooh. fine work. But I am hating on the fact that I was turned away from appointments I had because they're like, well, I'm sorry, we actually had to cancel this because while you are pressed and important and need to cover the story, you're not five-star press. And there were several companies with bad, like they parsed the um, the, the, the badges. Mm. So they had badges in tiers now, which is um, different. And, and you cried one single tear uh, as no, you, I'm not you turned say, away. I'm not going to say it was a single manly tear and I heard the Charlie Brown music now. This was Balling, <laughs> you know, I dropped to the floor. Mascara down your cheeks, crying. I got it. <laughs> if anyone knows anime and gets this reference, it was full on Mad Piro. All right, you know, just like, <laughs> you know, that. that my baby. Oh, yeah. oh god. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm man enough to admit it. I cried like a baby. <laughs> uh, you know what? All in all, though, I had a spectacular time. I got to see, I got to meet people. I had tons of friends. My buddy Sean, who works for Adult Swim, and friend of the show. We've actually had him on. Yeah, Sean um, uh, Baptiste. Back. Sean Baptiste. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. The stand-up comedian. But he, well, anyways, uh, he now works for Adult Swim. Uh, they were promoting adult, uh, Rick and Morty. They had uh, a lot of VR stuff. They did live broadcasts from the floor, talking mm-hmm. our style. But you know what? They handled their business. And I'm as much as people consider it a competition. I remember what Greg Miller said to us when we had him on the show. I'm dropping names left and right. I'm yes, you are. Yeah. But I do remember when we had him on the show. What he said is, if you're creating content. Um, don't look at it as competition because it's the internet. It's for everybody. And it's that widespread and that versatile where it's not like you're competing companies, NBC versus CBS and all that crap. Uh, you're all in the same industry and you're all there because you're enthusiasts first and foremost. You're all fans. You know, it's not, it's a business that came from fandom, not a business. You're not going to stop it anyway. So Ex- exactly. enjoy it. Yeah. So, you know, these people, you look at them as your friends and your, your cohort, your coworkers, not competition. Which is cool. I appreciate everyone else that was there. I'm happy they're succeeding. And hopefully, at some point, when um, we and the Geek Down are broadcasting live from the uh, floor of New York Comic Con, I complain about how much I hate my job and my life, too. <laughs> um, the VR stuff was some of the coolest, though. I love the fact that they're incorporating comics now with VR. And that's a new avenue that hasn't previously been discovered, but the technology's been there, and I'm glad to see people taking advantage of it. 
Um, we got several interviews, which I'll put up on the site in spotlight form. And um, I was happy to meet the uh, the Venture Brothers guys. You know, I was happy yeah. to get the uh, the inside stuff. On. Who, who from Venture Brothers did you meet? Oh, James uh, Urbaniak there? <laughs> yeah, uh, Doc, Sav- uh, Doc Savage. Um, uh, Doc Hammer and Jackson Public. Okay. The, uh, the, the two main guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, nice guys. Uh, just uh, 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 horrendous spotlight hogs. And, and hams. <laughs> really? No, they, 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 they took a note from my playbook, man. I feel almost insulted. Like, <laughs> I watched the man jock my style to my face. <laughs> All right, so. Um, Got a bone to pick now. Uh, a little bit, a little bit. All but right. it was just a good time all around. Um, I don't know what else I can say. I need Amy here to back me up because they had the ultimate experience. Next week, brother, yeah, so, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, we'll, right. we, we will do part two next week. I follow um, I Amy wanna... on Instagram. You should follow their Instagram. Yes, indeed. Mm. It is amazing. Amy McCobb, also manager of the Geek Down Instagram, which you can get, uh, find at Instagram <laughs> slash the Geek Down. You're so welcome for that segue. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, the lead-in right there was uh, provided by Joelle. Joella. Joella. Excuse me. It's okay. I apologize. I met you four minutes ago. <laughs> He's like, I don't know that guy's name, and I've known him for 20 years. Well, we got Hampton and the Gooch here, so I'm, I'm <laughs> kidding. We have T. New performance name. And we have Ellen. Got it. Oh, who's the man? <laughs> All right. Of two the, for three. Uh, nice job. The, oh, wow. <laughs> two for three, man. Couldn't, hey. let me, couldn't let me have it. That's a pass, brother. Two for three, man. Hey, that's a pass. Hey, Adam, where were you in all this, man? Hey, man, I keep my head down up here. Mind this, his own business. Man, okay, this, 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 is the per- this is the person. This, this, this is my <laughs> I got your here. back. Come on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, shittiest wingman ever. <laughs> all right, but no, I'm talking about the Boston Circus Guild, our yes. serious in-house mm-hmm. guest tonight. How, how, how y'all doing first time? I'm doing great. Good. Very yeah. good. So we're talking to the members of the Boston Circus Guild. You want to give our inf- uh, listeners who may not be familiar with you guys a little bit of info about the guild sure um so the boston circus guild has been around for a while in boston that's amazing thank you now (laughs) (laughs) all right bye oh yeah boston no we uh we started uh what like eight years ago Mm -hmm. they're nodding excellent but eight years ago um it was so it actually started out uh, a friend of ours um chuck chuck lachine of emperor norton stationary marching band check them out on all music places what yeah Mm -hmm. Um, he has a great band, and it's sort of a circus band, and some of us who were kind of like semi-pro circus enthusiast people, I don't, I, it was like a really intense hobby that yeah. we, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, he, my, my hobbies are like yo-yoing and Rubik's Cube. We got place for that, yeah. yeah. Wait, <laughs> extreme Rubik's Cube? I want to know what's joking. going on there. I have performed while solving a Rubik's Cube on a trapeze to, and I'm telling you I'm not going. From Dreamgirls. You are a dirty filthy no, I was there. Awesome. It was amazing. It was a duet. Awesome. I solved it and then I threw, broke the Rubik's Cube and threw all the pieces out. It, wow. it was I, really I'm gonna, stellar. I'm going to give you one right there. That's, yeah. Yeah. Is that on YouTube somewhere? No. It was, no. It was, it was, uh, so, Pat, keep your mouth shut. This guy's unsolved. really done the things you only yeah. dream about doing. Right. They don't know this. Okay, you didn't have to out me like that. They're my, <laughs> my secret shit. Sorry, I didn't know. They didn't know. Oh, man. That's, seriously, that's, that's amazing. That is uh, awesome. Mostly because I know how hard it is to solve a freaking Rubik's Cube. And then it became a performance piece when you were like just the rage of, this is for all the children that have suffered with this mess. And then you just broke it. And the people like me who just quit after like 20 turns. Like, I ain't want to mess with this no more. <laughs> no, I hate when you see those dudes that do like speed. Mm-hmm. Like it's nothing. They have like a bunch of them lined up ready to go. Like, you cocky mother. Anyway. So, okay, <laughs> All right. So what I'm getting at is those are my hobbies. They're very non-life-threatening. You guys are talking about like ribbon dancing, oh, fire spinning, so um, we, uh, aerials. Yeah, we do. Um, so a lot of us have gone from about, you know, eight, ten years ago from it being a super all-the-time hobby to a full-time, full-time gig now. Um, awesome. So yeah, Chuck pulled us together. I was like, hey, we should we should kind of start a like a, it was he, a he wanted to build a fort and I yeah. think invite us all to be part of the club but then it got it this got was a very bit, flexible street gang wasn't it yeah you know it was. what it seems there like. was some yeah. sharks and jets action going on I don't <laughs> yeah. know um, no but so we, we pulled together we actually um, Boston's really unique in the way that circus is organized here um, mm-hmm. because we have the circus guild most of the performers who perform professionally around town are part of this so we are actually a very cooperative community um, even though we are all you know technically in competition for the same sort of pool of work. We're a very cooperative, uh, really positive community, which is pretty yeah. excellent. Yeah. So, yeah. It's actually really kind of guiding each other a little bit. A lot, a lot of the other like major circus cities in the country, and you'll see this all over the world, um, there's a lot of undercutting that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one, one company will say that they'll do the gig for, you know, 
$1,000 per performer. And then another company will say, well, we can do it for 500. Mm-hmm. And then you can, you just can't, everyone's trying to get the, get the work. And then all of a sudden everyone's getting $10. And like, well, <laughs> yeah. I'll do it for that's free. Fine. Yeah. So and then no one can make rent. And yeah. yeah. Wait, so you guys operate more like a union. Then. That's what it sounds it's like. It's like a union. It's, it's yeah. like a super informal union. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a union that has potluck. Meetings. No, it's, 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 it's cool. It's my kind of union. Yeah, yeah. it's chill. Instead it's of really bullets, chill. you got it. Like the way unions like, used to be. Yeah, <laughs> but it's great because, like, you know, you'll have everyone, you know, all your friends who you work with, but they're also, you know, the people that are essentially competing for work with you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're never like, oh, well, I was going to do that gig, and then, like, well, I'm doing it instead. You know, like, it. Well, okay, that doesn't sound very friendly. It's, it's well, like, no, I mean, like, it, it, well, it's just like, you know, you'll you'll be, like, doing a gig, and you'll be talking to the company, not in Boston, but, like, you know, you'll be talking to a company, and you'll be doing all the planning, you'll be getting there, and right, you know, right before the contract gets signed, they're like, thank you, we're going in another direction, and then you find out that's some, like, random that's some Gordon person Gekko who's politics been thing. doing aerials for, like, a couple months is doing that gig that you were going to get uh, a lot so of money significantly for, cheaper. Yeah. yeah, and they're doing it for like, you know... Well, there's a reason they're cheap, because they're not as good, yeah. Yeah, so Boston's a, it's a really great, sort of unique situation, because we we have the Circus Guild, we all talk to each other. Kind of keeps kinda, things honest, I'm sure. Right? Yeah, it just it keeps... Bad working situations. Yeah, it a lot of camaraderie. Safe and yeah, it's a lot of fun. Well, how open, how open to you then are of new people joining the guild? I actually just joined, I mean, I, you know, I just joined last May and it's been a really amazing, everyone's just, it's just a, a real circus family. It exists. You can run away with a circus and not actually run away. Yeah, it's like a that's tribe, awesome. right? You know? Exactly. Gotta, yeah. That's gotta, awesome. See, I always wanted to join the circus when I watched Big Top Pee Wee when I was a kid. <laughs> you remember that movie? Yeah. You know, Pee Wee Herman's movie? I had the opposite reaction. Really? I love that movie. You're getting your influences from the wrong place, man. I wanted a machine that would pour me a bowl of Mr. T cereal. Ah, yeah. Well, <laughs> sorry. Two, two, two different schools. Are the same, yeah, <laughs> the same dude. I want to be haunted by large Marge. But no, I traumatize the hell yeah. out of me. Do you all have any idea what we're talking about? Please, I, I do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm, yeah. getting, I'm getting blank faces. This, this like, don't make man. us feel old. I'm just really happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so looking for a window to trapeze out of. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I leave uncomfortable situations. Well, it's the, no, I'm saying, instead of Batmaning out, that's the Grayson. <laughs> Spider-Man, dude. Spider-Man out. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. I I, I went directly to Circus. I didn't realize we were, I didn't realize we were we were uh, we were uh, calling audibles and going out. <laughs> Get down, bro. That's how we do. You know what? You're right. Uh, it was my own fault for making the assumption. I apologize. Thank you. I assume when you assume you make an ass out of you and nobody else. <laughs> um, all right, so talk to us about some of your shows then, because we meant you mentioned Poi, you mentioned Trapeze, you meant well, you didn't mention much except yeah, so they'll steal work from you. <laughs> <laughs> so like, what kind of things do you have in the yeah. shows? Talk to so uh, for the the show we have coming up, actually, it's our, our annual Halloween show called Circuit the Dead. Yeah, um, slash Circuit of the Dead. Is that right? C O T D. C O T D. If you want to just hashtag it, C O T D. It's an awesome show. It is a cabaret-style show. There are 18 performers. There are 18 So you'll see everything. Are they one at a time, or is everyone just rushing up at the stage? It's just a giant... Ooh. No, There's it's a lot of duos this year. It's a lot of duos this year, which is very this cool. Is ra- like, this is a new... This is new, because usually... Like, I, w- I was in a duo last year. You were in a, I'm always like, in a duo. There's basically three duos last year, and now this year... It's a lot of duos. It's a yeah. lot of... It's, so, like, rare yeah. that there's a solo performance. So one, one or two at a time, I guess, yeah. would be... The way we can, but um, it, it, so it's we have um acrobats, aerialists, uh, burlesque, burlesque, uh, freak show, side stuff, show, side show yeah. Stuff. Um, awesome. this for the show operates under a storyline. Okay, um, so central theme. And this is the this <laughs> is the end a, lo- a very loose storyline. <laughs> um, but this is the technical end of the trilogy. Or is it? I just, I just want to point out we weren't all ready for that one here. Everyone was on board with that. Well, because, well, I mean, Joelle is right. The main characters have They've died, died in every show many every times. Every show many times. Our ah. MCs are back for their third year. MCs are also the script writers, and they do musical numbers. They're some super talented guys. Mm-hmm. This is their back for their third year. And I think <clears throat> last year they died like 12... At the end of every act. A lot of times. Them. Aeon Flux, the circus. It Kind of. Yeah. And this year, this year there's time travel. So not only is there death, but there's re-death of the same exact situation. <laughs> wow. That's Time like, is a flat circle, my like friend. It's like so Heinlein of you. That's no, amazing. you're... It's, it's kind of deep. It's like Inception. But it's not... It's nothing like Inception. It's not like I just want to... <laughs> <laughs> I want to go on record with that. It's like Conception. Okay. 
Okay, so. I don't actually, I fell asleep during Inception. <laughs> oh, I don't, oh, I don't, I don't really know. Just, what. Just, he was Incepted. Wow. I just know there's like a spinning cradle and there's like a, there's like a down building. You know what's messed up? That should be the most meta thing anyone's ever said. Yeah. Because you've slept through it, you have no idea why. Uh, yeah, oh, I know what it was a cradle at the end. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like more like um back to the future where it's like a performer dies but just can come from the future it's just really the just we just keep killing the mcs just, over and that. over and it's over like a running again. thing okay so the mcs yeah, die so much all oh. the other characters are fresh all like, right. So someone comes back well, and molests the grandmother. I've, I've been back from the dead multiple times. Yes. Well, we we have like reanimated corpses, but if they I mean, die, yeah, usually they either get reanimated or they die. Like the only people that have truly just kept coming back <laughs> are the two MCs. I've gone completely cross-eyed. I have no it's okay. idea. I'm, it's gonna it's gonna be great. It's basically like when you come to the show. <laughs> It's basically like being immersed into a B horror movie, mm. but this year there's sci-fi mm. musicals, and it's in a circus. It's it's just a giant. <laughs> it's the best Halloween party you it will is. ever yeah. go to. That's is all you really need to know about that. It's um. Okay. Speaking of which, we definitely encourage costumes. Mm. Costumes mm. are super. Yes, audience Dress should up. wear costumes for sure. Mm -hmm. um, my favorite. If you're listening. You were my favorite costume. It was a couple, and the guy had like ripped off flesh anatomy mm -hmm. unitards. Uh, the muscle like, unitards. The, the muscle unitards that like look like the inner workings. Yeah. Yeah. So he had that on, and then puppy ears, and she was Cruella Deville. <laughs> they were. It was. It was my favorite. They thing were I've there ever last year. That? They were brilliant. I, if you come back and just like tell me that you are that couple, I will buy you drinks. That's so that's awesome. the kind of like tastefulness we go for in the show, and it's, tastelessness. Oh right, yeah. tastelessness, <laughs> I was, not tasteful. I, I, I was there. That's the level of tasteful you should you should yeah. pay yourself for. We keep it gross. <laughs> yeah. So with oh. that being said, is there an age minimum? Like this you cannot yes. come. This in is here. an eighteen plus show. Eighteen for sure. plus show. Yeah. Which actually, so on. You know, in addition to being a reanimated corpse, an acrobat, um, I'm actually a, a circus arts teacher. Right. During the day, and I have some students who are who are teenagers who are a little bummed they can't come to this one because they're under 18. But uh, this oh. is an 18 plus show. Mm. Please don't try to bring your kids. It's, it's gonna be awkward for you. The whole YouTube <laughs> wants to come. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's no, there's a question. Do you all like stream these, or do you all have uh, have videos of the performances? We do have some for? videos. Um, if you search on YouTube for Circuit of the Dead, if you also uh, click on interested on our event page. Uh, we're on Facebook as Boston Circus Guild. The event is Cirque of the Dead. We post pictures and videos and there's a lot of stuff. Yesterday actually on my commute home, I had a really stressful day so I just put into YouTube Cirque of the Dead and I watched all the videos from last Aww. year and it made me so happy. Uh, I, love nice. how, I love how all I asked was, so do you record these for posterity and she went right into the commercial. That <laughs> she, is, that's, that's professional. professional. That's, that's why we bring Joella with us. She says a message. message. Wow. Okay, so you've mentioned this show. I'm excited. I'll be there in full regalia. Excellent. What are you going as? Yeah, what's your costume? Uh, I expect a lot now. I gotta step yeah, it up. Too. I don't even oh, know what I'm wearing oh, either. It's, I gotta figure like it out. You think or you could gonna... do a Harley Quinn. I'm just saying we did talk about Ooh. it. I challenge you. you know, I, will do a Harley, oh. I will do a Harley Deadpool hybrid just because I know you have no idea who those people are. Excuse me. I know exactly who I know exactly those people are, and that sounds yeah. hot. Thank you. I'm into Thank it. You. I'm, I'm so into you. that. Thank you. I'm going pigtails too. Yeah. I have a lot. Yes. Of, <laughs> I have a lot of spandex if you want to borrow. Please. Stuff. I got it. Borrow. You don't know who you talk okay. to. Okay. Let me tell no you shame. what. Uh oh. Exactly. No mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's right. Boom. It's on the hips. <laughs> All right. So give us the uh, no, give our audience the lowdown of we've talked a lot about Cirque of the Dead. When is this event happening? This event is happening from Friday, October 21st to Saturday, October 29th, select dates only. Okay. Um, so make sure you double check the website. We have early and late shows. Um, we have a late show on Friday night, which is super spooky. It's by late early, we don't mean matinee, by the way. Yeah, we do not mean matinee. We mean 6.30, 7.30. I will say the, is adult early. Early. Gotcha. <laughs> the late show on Friday is probably going to sell out if it isn't already, but it is so much fun. It's it is the best. It is the best. They, I mean, they're all amazing. They're all amazing shows. Obviously. And they do mm -hmm. sell out. The show has sold out. This is the fourth year that should, the show's been going and the third year that we've been doing uh, this story, and it's sold out. Wait, so how, how hard might it be for us to get tickets? Ooh, if you wait up. until on the day, it's going to be tricky. So yeah, don't, mm -hmm. don't, don't ever wait. walk up and be like, oh, yeah, me and my 17 friends want to see this show tonight. <laughs> 
Like we're just in our neighborhood there. to figure, yeah. hey. None, none of that, no. no. Definitely. What's going on here? It looks like some kind of aerial event. Or some sort of, might we be. missed Big Top at the freaking City it's, Hall Plaza. Let's see how this goes. Someone's going to jump nice a job. bus on a motorcycle. <laughs> These vaudevillian minstrels will somehow soothe my... Well, let me let me, let me me buy a nickel ticket. And so have, you, have you ever had that, though? Somebody who's like, I always wanted to go to circus. And they walk in yes. like, holy crap, what did so I just see? So every year, one of my friends will say they brought their work friends to see Circle of the Dead. <laughs> and it's always a different person who brings their work friends yeah and the work friends are like oh circus awesome i saw cirque du soleil we're like that's great we this is gonna be so much more horrible it's like biff the republican in that next cubicle like i'm gonna bring him you know know what that is that's awesome honey no yeah i like it my favorite is when performer parents come it's really sweet though like usually they're like this is great and they're like you can see their face selecting what they process (laughs) like this is great <laughs> I, uh, that's, that's my child up there. Oh, there they go! It's my child up there being peeling, a reanimated peeling corpse, peeling their face off, oh, eating well. it, and then doing a really cool flip. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Now I'm excited. So if They're, I wanted to see somebody peeling their face off, eating yep. an, an animated corpse, yep. and yeah. Then, I so guess, I can actually tell you. So Alexis Hedrick is a good friend of mine. She's an awesome performer. She's one of the other uh, circus skill performers. She hey. she will be ripping her face off in the show. Nice. It's gonna be I've seen the rehearsals. It's gonna be very cool. Cool, cool. And cool. she's super talented too. Like she is a phenomenal performer. Solid. So, solid. And I've been trying to do yeah. this gracefully for about three minutes, but no one's taking the hint. Where can they buy tickets? They can buy tickets online at bostoncircusguild.com slash C-O-T-D but it's going to bring you to the American Repertory Theater website that's where you can actually get tickets it's at Club Oberon in Cambridge uh, which is the second stage of the American Repertory Theater awesome awesome we're actually uh, we're big fans of of Oberon we're Mm -hmm. very familiar very cool and it's an awesome venue it really yeah. is. Yes. We perform there a lot. Um, we've had this really great relationship with Oberon for the past several years. Um, the Boston Circus Guild was lucky enough to be selected to be part of the Artist in Residence program. So oh. they've actually helped us produce and develop a number of shows, which has been a super, super cool opportunity for us. So yeah, we're buds. It's really cool. They also, nice. the tech people there, really enjoy working Cirque of the Dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, why, 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 why is that now? Is it- well, I mean, so... Boston Circus Guild, like most of us, we perform locally, we perform internationally, mm-hmm. and we're, you know, the, just the caliber of what we do is, you know, our work takes a lot of precision. Mm-hmm. You can't just kind of like wake up and like kind of half-ass your way through your act. You have Today to, I'm going to swing somebody yeah, you know, from you, the ceiling. It takes training, it takes precision, it takes, you know, dedication. So, dedication. Discipline, so, yeah. so when it comes to like doing nice shows, just we're all down. like, we're all so on top of it mm-hmm. that we have the time for like just having fun and like waiting around and being bored instead of like, oh no, did you bring the thing? I didn't, oh, like, we just we just run we just run our thing and we just do it and so then the tech people are have fun because I mean also it's gross and they love getting splattered with um, it's blood. a gore concert gore. you know gore. there's a yeah. lot of gore there's a lot of gore this year I'm nice. super excited about that I don't want to give too much away but they're like buckets. Lots. Oh well, you should have started with that right there. I mean, oh, that's a buckets of gore. That's nice. That's, that's it's gonna be chunky things. gore. It's gonna be good. Nah, chunky yeah, gore. Yeah, every type of like. <laughs> gross thing you can think of I'm pretty sure is in this year we've managed that's to a new cereal there. right chunky gore alright so okay now I'm jazzed I'm excited almost sexually um, that's bit. appropriate for the show. It's yeah. such a sexy show. Appro- it's, it's also it is a really sexy show. It like is. it is. Yeah, boy. There's a lot of <laughs> B movie horror and like B movie sexy, tacky, I mean, but sexiness. Yeah, like, good. during during a level of awkward, but I got a semi yeah, going. Like during our rehearsals <laughs> with Chuck, who's um, the artistic director, uh, we, he was talking about like the triangle of Circle of the Dead, which is like sexiness disgustingness, and then just like talent and like cir- like circus hmm. awesomeness, hmm. and so. We, we that, try to, that's it's, the triangle. If you, of it's like the, the Venn diagram of Circuit of the Dead is, yeah. is super hot, super gross, and super talented, and we're smack in the middle of that. Yeah. One. Nice. Yeah. I like and it. so you should feel everything. Yeah, nice. if you're a big B horror movie file or horror file, this is, or sci fi, any type of that kind of stuff, this mm-hmm. is absolutely Yeah, there's the sci fi this year. Don't there worry is about sci-fi. it. Time travel. Time travel. Yeah. It's been, it's, I don't know where to take it from there because. Uh, Can I give you a movie those, recommendation? Those, oh, <laughs> please do. Yes. 
just to get you in the spirit of the spookiness, because it is October and tis the season, um, I've been prepping myself by watching, uh, if you go into Netflix, if you have Netflix, mm -hmm. you go to the category of B-horror movies. Mm -hmm. There is a movie called, I think, Old Ron's like, preview review or something, and it is all, uh, oh, what do you call it? It's all trailers of awful B-horror movies. But it's so good. Old Ron's preview review. It's either old Ron or like smelly Ron. <laughs> it's oh, definitely okay. someone Ron. Old Greg. So. Hygienically challenged Ron. Exactly. <laughs> Slow Ron. Septuagenarian Ron. You're going to like the Grindhouse, the Grindhouse trailers in, and everything like that. Incontinent Ron's film picks. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, dude, thank you very much. Can you give our listeners one more time the information on where they can check out the Boston Circus Guild? Absolutely. So pop on whatever social media you have open right now. Mm -hmm. If it's Facebook, you can search Boston Circus Guild or nah, Circus of the nah, Dead. No, How do I get to I gotta get our marketing director on that. Um, if you're on Twitter, we're also Boston Circus Guild, Instagram, Boston Circus Guild, and again, bostoncircusguild.com slash C O T D, which stands for Cirque of the Dead. Awesome. So hopefully, nice delivery. Hey, wait, wait, wait. All right. Uh, uh, calm down. It was nice. It was uh, nice. Huh? All right. Well, get your tickets right away. Or as soon as possible because they're still not quick from what I hear. Yes, absolutely. Right. Mm -hmm. I want to thank our members from the Boston Turkish Guild. Um, before we uh, you know jump off, any quick shout outs you want to get out the way? It's it's just going to be a great show. I'm excited. The, uh, like we're all watching all the other performers and seeing them rehearse their acts, and it's just going to be gross, disgusting, sexiness, magic, wonderful. Cool, cool. But that that was your cue, man. Before the show, this man and I had a very uh, very very passionate conversation about how he'd like to express what he likes about his fellow his fellow performers and it was going to be this beautiful moment and i'm like that that's touching sir make it happen he was like um yeah uh we're good nah <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'm my best friend's right here so like Aww. we're, good. Aww. Aww. we're more crazy. visual people you have to come see the show the, what, you, it went right awesome. there, right there. She, she, she's on. She calm so, down, calm she down. Is so on I'm sorry. Look, I appreciate. No, no I forget. I you, showed her appreciation is, earlier. You told me to calm down. That's what, that's what I do. I hate. Hey, 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 hey. Also, I want to repeat that I look forward to seeing your costume. Oh, it'll have. Nice. It'll be battery operated, man. Thank you. you oh, oh, right. oh, that uh -huh. sounds great. That's correct. Don't doubt my game. All right, so we are nearing the end of our hour. I want to turn to a man across the table and get the lowdown on WWE No Mercy. Jay. All right, all right, all right. So we're going to get this knocked out here so no mercy happened. Um, give you the quick down and dirty for the three main event matches of the titles. They did something a little different this, this go around with WWE and No Mercy. Really? This is SmackDown's um, pay-per-view. Mm -hmm. They started with the main event first. This oh, is very rare. Okay, like the yeah. title match, the world title match was first as opposed to last. I'm thinking it's because of the debates. There's no justification. Oh, you That's thought people would like switch off. Mm -hmm, because the event started at eight, mm -hmm. debates were at nine. I'm assuming people really get There's no justification. Because a lot them. of those people are crossover. Basically the debate. same event. They're the same Pretty thing, much. Right, at this point. I'm it almost turned into that. You, it you know. really did. It really did. That's Knock good. down, drag That's out, good. cage, match of the century. Hosted by C-SPAN. Uh, you, you got the angry Oompa Loompa versus Mom Jeans. <laughs> it's like the, the toupee of terror versus the pantsuit of pain. <laughs> That was awesome. <laughs> and they both lean for the same milk dough to knock each other out. Can you imagine Reverses. Trump in those shorts, though? Yes. No, oh. no I can. No, I do. Uh, you, on, you, you, a, you, on an independent seat, absolutely. No, it's the trunks and the knee pads, though, you know? It's... Have a run in by Bernie Sanders. <laughs> he interrupts the match. With, with a chair. Boom. Larry David as Bernie Sanders comes running in with the chair. Yes. yes. We're so going, our, going down a rabbit hole right oh, now. Slaps an Obama stick on their faces. Yeah. This is a picture of Jordan Peele. <laughs> and Luther. <laughs> Bad things are happening. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Oh, right. Prestigious <laughs> show we run here on the Yes, not the, the utmost professionalism mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and maturity. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, so the main event match, um, AJ Styles versus Ambrose versus Cena. Mm -hmm. It was an interesting match. It built it up pretty nicely. 
it was a weird part of the match. You're getting a spoiler tonight, whether you like it or not. Sorry. Mm -hmm. um, you got the WWE Network. Watch it. Um, interesting part of the match, the way it ended was really weird. So um, Ambrose had uh, Styles at a submission move. Cena then turned around and put a submission move on him as well. So there's two simultaneous submission moves on this guy. Styles taps. When Styles taps, they're like, okay, where do we go from here? Um, they had no idea where to go. Next thing you know, um, Styles steps out the ring. They keep fighting. He comes in with a chair, knocks him out, gets the pin, walks away with the championship belt. Man, this ran you. about a half hour. So you still had a half hour to play before you turn on the debate if you wanted to watch it. Yeah, Man, please. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it sounds like, as much as I am just figuring that's a regular wrestling match, Joel and Tia losing their stuff. Here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why you're not tuning in weekly, man. For real. For I real. Like cable. <laughs> mm, excuses. <laughs> what else we got? All right. Tag team got? title match. Heath Slater and Rhino would have against the Usos. It was a good thing for the Usos. They made their heel turn. Hmm? Finally made Finally. their heel turn. To the point where they're coming out to, to trap music. You know, oh, you know? come on, so, man. Trap music, fitting caps, jeans, sneakers, no more of the no more of the whole um cultural getup. Yeah. So in the end it's just I mean they're from they're from Texas, so it's pretty much Houston, Texas gear is what they're wearing. They went up against Heath Slater and Rhino. The part that made it hilarious for me is the chant during the match because Rhino, I mean Slater's gimmick, I was telling you about that before, how I'm not necessarily a fan of where Slater's gimmick's going right now with the whole um glorified redneck is what he's doing you know so it's not it's more like Jeff Foxworthy as opposed to like Larry the Cable guy it's kind of what he's going for Dude. but the part that makes it hilarious though is the fact that he has his shirt and I mentioned it before on the show for those who follow this he had a shirt that says I got kids on the front yeah. and on the back it says I need this job so the audience is chitting he's got kids <laughs> <laughs> as, he's, as he's wrestling and chanting and cheering for him screaming he's got kids <laughs> So if anyone ever, if anyone, if anyone ever wondered about the um, about the uh, the highbrow uh, factor, this is where we're at now. Exactly when it comes to pro wrestling, but it was a great match. Um, and Slater and Rhino kept the belts. Ironically enough, it's kind of weird because you figure the Usos being the flagship um, of this organization in terms of them being the tag team, they didn't get it, which is really surprising. But props to them for willing to willing to. Um, to job to uh, Slater and Rhino because it keeps the storyline going. It keeps Slater and Rhino relevant mm -hmm. because if they don't have the belts. They're irrelevant. So good for them because the Usos can keep it trucking without the belts. Mm -hmm. I'm going to jump to a couple other pay-per-views that happened before because as we mentioned before, Geek Down folks, there are so many pay-per-views at this point because Vince McMahon has just went bonkers when it comes to expanding his empire that there's two a month. Yes. So we can't report on all these at once. So I'm going to drop a couple others from a couple of upper organizations and then go through a couple of pieces of news. Yep. All Shark Stravaganza by Ring of Honor happened last weekend in Lowell, Massachusetts. It doesn't even sound like a real thing. It was. It was pretty. <laughs> good. It was a pretty good thing, man. Well, um, I heard they started running. Um, they're they're trying to run Ring of Honor on the uh, WWE Network now. I'm gonna get to that. You jump on that. Go, oh, brother, my, go excuse me. Thing, I will. I will shut my hole, brother. Please. Continue. Yes, please. I'm gonna get to that. You jump the gun a little bit. All right, my bad. My bad. All right. So quickly, Jay Lethal went up against um, Naito. Um, great match. Lethal took it. Adam Cole, the world champion, went up against Michael Elgin or Big Mike, Unbreakable Elgin. Um, and Adam Cole kept the bell. It's a good match. Good match. And probably the one that was the big highlight was Ladder War 6. One of the things that Ring of Honor does that WWE does not do, they actually use real ladders. Like, go to Home Depot and get one of those ladders. Ladders. Yeah, you mentioned this that ain't like that. This ain't like aluminum ladders that you could, that you get like from costumes and set design. Oh, these are like, props here, I'm going down the street. Give me the ladder that I'm going to use to paint my ceiling ladders. So these dudes were getting tore up with these ladders. So that's why it's only been six of these ladder matches. Because these dudes are hurting. Blood everywhere. It was just... It was amazing. I mean, the, the audience was really appreciative of a 46-year-old Christopher Daniels going at it, just taking the ridiculous bumps. This that makes me like, sad. I mean, he's Dad. dedicated. He's dedicated, Dad. man. It's to the point where it's like, you know, normally, like, some guy gets body slammed, out of the ladder breaks in half, blah, 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 blah. No, this was like, hey, buddy. It's like, hey, buddy, here's 200 bucks. Go buy a couple ladders. And then that's really what they did. <laughs> Went to, like, Home Depot and Lowell and bought wow. So it was, watching it is just, like, amazing. And without a doubt, that was the best ladder match I've ever seen outside of the Dudleys and Edge of Christian and well, uh, the Hardys. That's, that's like saying. That's but it's, it's, re it's, it's, it's really close. It's incredibly close. Some could argue it's probably the greatest triple tag team ladder match between the Addiction, the Young Bucks, as well as the Motor City Machine Guns, and the Young Bucks took it. Hmm? Um, TNA. A um, couple matches I came up with that. Um, total nonstop action. <laughs> total nonstop action. 
Yeah, I went to a different place. <laughs> I know yes. all you did. I saw y'all jump back. Oh, what? Yeah. Yeah, sitting on the side of y'all thinking it is booty hole. It is booty hole. That was so. That was so on purpose when he thought of that acronym. Oh, Something yeah. total oh, nonstop yeah. action, of uh-huh. course. Especially since the person who thought of it was a complete womanizer. Yo, tits, yeah! <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Jarrett was a yeah. douche. Jeff Jarrett was a yeah, douche yeah, when he came he with this title. Hey, but anyway, he was. Double J. <laughs> <For real. laughs> yeah. All right, so Aaron Rex went up against Boston's own Southie's own Eddie Edwards um, for the uh, for the grand championship, and Edwards lost, unfortunately. So Southie's that was favorite that, son that was since Marky Mark. Pretty much. And it was just incredibly <laughs> sad to lose to watch him lose. But Marky Mark's apparently winning, so I guess we can't have two Bostons win out. <laughs> What's going on? Um, I'm gonna jump into the news. All right, um, Paige WWE's Paige got suspended for 60 days this is after her boyfriend Alberto Del Rio got sus- got let go from the organization. Really? So it's kind of weird. So it's one of those sort of things where you could definitely tell she's like, just like, get me out my damn contract. I just want to get out of here. Mm. Just looking for ways to get out, and she just doesn't care. She's on Twitter talking trash with the organization. They just need to let her go. Mm. Co- I mean, she's, she's a great, she's too, a great, eh? great talent. Absolutely, she's amazing in the ring, but she don't want to be there. Let her go. I mean, stop holding her hostage. Come on, Vince. Let her go. Um, Cody Rose got a tattoo of his daddy's name, The Dream. Yeah. Um, so props to him. It's a nice little touch, man. Because, you know, Dusty Rose passed away. So his son getting a tattoo of his daddy's name is pretty nice. I like that. It was nice. Yeah, it's it was one nice. of those things where I do kind of face palm it a bit. But you know what? Also, it is, it's, a, it's, a, it's a warm gesture in the end. It is. It is. Yeah. It is. And as you mentioned earlier... Vince McMahon, of course, is looking to purchase or somehow, someway provide Ring of Honor and TNA's um, video library on the WWE Network and try to boost up the price from $9.99 to 15 bucks. A lot of wrestling fans love it. They're excited for it. I'm totally against it because a part of me feels that's the, that's the way of you trying to edge out your competition by purchasing the video library. Because the video library is where the money's made. So with Vince doing that, I hope it does not go through, but a lot of folks are going for it. Mm. And that's all I got for all the pro wrestling needs. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, think it was, I think it was the TNA acronym that sold them. I think so. <laughs> all right. I want to thank you all for listening. This has been The Geek Down here on WEMF. I want to thank you all for another action-packed, fun-filled show. I want to look around the table and give quick shout-outs to my people's mm-hmm. Adam Willis. Yes, sir. Orange Juice James. Peace, peace. Crush. Just Johnny. Yep. Herbie Herb. Yeah, Yo, come on, you laid on the pick. <laughs> He's like, wrap this uh, up, B. Wrap it up. All right, all right. Find us on social media. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. On iTunes. Mm-hmm. On SoundCloud. On Twitch.tv. All of them are slash the geek down. YouTube. So SoundCloud. On YouTube. Come on. Ah, always one. Always it's always one, but it's all right. Though. So YouTube slash the geek down. iTunes slash the geek down. Facebook slash the geek down. Twitter slash the geek down. Twitch slash the geek down. Instagram. Instagram. Oh, you know what? Oh, we okay, everyone. Thank you all for listening. All right. Catches every Monday nights nine here on.